Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. President Joe Biden and members of his cabinet are hitting the campaign trail. Later this week, they're going to tout some of the legislative wins that they've had heading into the midterms. The question will be, what is the pitch to voters? How can Democrats connect with regular Americans in a tough political environment and where a lot are feeling the pain and the pinch when it comes to wallets and when it comes to gas and groceries? And it's an interesting challenge, I think, for the administration. We've talked about this from just purely a messaging standpoint. Uh, And while they can tout some of those wins and those wins sound good, they, they have to square with what the American people are actually experiencing around their kitchen table or when they go to try to pay their bills online. Uh, if those things don't match up, it undermines trust and credibility, and I think it creates additional headwinds uh, for, again, po- politicians of either political party. Yet You have to line up what the experience is, the reality, with what your messaging is. If it's not congruent, it doesn't fly, and voters don't buy. Uh, And so in looking at that, really interesting, Gallup has been doing a survey uh, since back in the early 2000s, and it's the the suffering index. And basically what Gallup has measured is this quality of life. And they basically break it down into three major categories of suffering, struggling, or thriving. And it's a basic 10-point uh, scale that you can evaluate different things on. If you're down in four or below, you're, you're suffering. If you're in that middle range up to seven, you're struggling. If you're above seven, then, then you're thriving. So the interesting thing is the, the new poll from Gallup showed that 5.6% of Americans rate their lives poorly enough, that their lives are hard enough, that things are a struggle enough, that they are categorizing themselves, this is self-selection, as suffering. And that is the challenge. Now, to put that in perspective, back in 2008, in the middle of the Great Recession, that suffering index was only at 3.8% of Americans. And so here we are at 5.6, almost double that, uh, are rating themselves as suffering in the current inflation and recession. And again, you can debate the word recession and, and what that is or is not. Uh, to the American people, uh, over 70% of them say, yeah, we're, we are in a recession because that's what they are experiencing. And so then the question becomes for the administration is how do you have that conversation? Uh, 
where you've just passed something called the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, and the American people are rating themselves as either struggling or suffering because of inflation. And so that's going to be the messaging challenge for President Biden uh, and for uh, his administration as they go out and try to tout and sell some of the things that they have accomplished and done. And again, it doesn't matter whether you are for the president and his policies or against them. Uh, the challenge is the challenge rolling into the midterm elections. And so the question then becomes, who can actually have a message that resonates with the American people in terms of where are we really and where are we headed? You, you've heard me say it before, that the, the art of the politics, the campaign, is not about what was. You can't be backward-facing, rear-view mirroring life. Rear-view mirrors are rear-view mirrors for a reason. You glance at them, you look at them, and then you get back on what is ahead. If you're constantly looking in the rear-view mirror, you will crash. Uh, it does not end well. And we've seen that both from Democrats and Republicans during the primary election season this year. In fact, really interesting, Congressman Andy Barr uh, from Kentucky, he was on Meet the Press yesterday, and he said that politicians who are focused on that rearview mirror kind of politics are disconnected from the American people and the problems, the reality that the American people are facing today. Take a listen. It goes to show these congressional seats do not belong to politicians in Washington. They, these seats belong to the American people, and there is a massive massive disconnect between the priorities of politicians in Washington and the concerns of the American people. I've been back in my district uh, in urban Kentucky, Mount Sterling, Kentucky, in, in Harrodsburg, Kentucky, Richmond, Kentucky over the last several weeks, and not once, not once have any of my constituents, Republican or Democrat, talked about uh, the 2020 election, January 6th, the committee in Washington, or any of these issues, they're, they're talking about not being able to afford yeah. putting food on the table, putting gas in their trucks, and, and not being able to, 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 uh, to, to see their grandson again because he died of a fentanyl overdose because we don't have control over our southern border. That's what the American people care about, and politicians who obsess about the past are not in touch with the American people. So if you're driving by rearview mirror, uh, you are not in touch with the American people. And that applies to Democrats as well as Republicans and anybody in between. If you're driving through your rearview mirror, uh, again, the crash is coming and it just it doesn't fly. Because when you're rearview mirror driving, uh, you have no perspective in terms of either where you really are or where you're trying to go. And the American people want to know where are you going? What's your vision? And, and that's why I think we have seen in both Democratic and Republican primary races that candidates who obsessed on the past lost. It's real simple. Not rocket science. And so I think that's going to be a, a big test for all the candidates rolling in. And, and I will give you a, uh, a sad state or maybe a happy state for some of you. The countdown is on. We are 78 days, 78 days away from November the 8th and Election Day. And midterm elections, of course, uh, will get hot and heated over the next 78 days. And we'll break it all down in terms of where we are and where we're headed. Uh, but I'm telling you, the politicians who are backward-facing rearview mirror driving uh, 
will end up in the ditch and will not win in November. You can run campaigns. You can spend all kinds of campaign money on advertising of every kind from TV, radio to online. And it just doesn't resonate because people want to know, how are you going to help me with where we are? And how do you get me to somewhere better in the future where I can afford to fill my tank up all the way, where I can afford to get the groceries that I want for my family, where I can afford uh, to go see a granddaughter's graduation or uh, a a grandson's performance uh, in an orchestra or whatever it might be. And that's what people want to get to. And the interesting thing, I think, for the president and for his administration, again, they're going to fan out starting on Thursday this week, and we'll cover a lot of those uh, speechifying and uh, how they're going to try to position because they will try to frame uh, what the conversation, what the debate is for the fall, which is what they should do. Absolutely. And Republicans will counter that with their own messaging and their own story for the midterms. And so we'll break those down. But what we're going to do to both sides over the next 78 days is we're going to compare the rhetoric to the reality. And we're going to we're going to separate all of the talking points and bumper sticker slogans and get down to what is the principle and what is the policy and what will that impact be on the American people? Because that's the conversation we have to get to. If we get to that, then we can flip the other important number, which is that 74% of Americans think we're on the wrong track as a country. Now, historically, we do tend to think we're on the wrong track, and depending on who's in power is what you think the reason might be. I actually believe we can get that number down uh, if we have a different kind of conversation about where we actually are. All right, we'll step aside for a quick commercial break. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.